0: It's Any Given Fun Day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team.
1: to start me up on a Sunday. Come on. You have to start me up. Come on. Let's go. Come on. It's a Sunday morning here on 104.5 The Team. Welcome to any given fun day here on 104.5 The Team and on the free 104.5 The Team app. My name is Joey Haas. I have Ray Osterhout and Kobe Brickner here with me in studio. And it is that depressing time of the year now where there's no football.
2: And the first like, Sunday yeah, of no football.
1: <laughs> and, you know, there's multiple reasons why this Sunday just gets more and more depressing when it comes to sports. And I'm sure we'll dive into those. But good morning, uh, Raymond. It's good to see you. Great to see you, brother. And uh, we got two hours. Two hours just, of us on a Sunday morning. What more could you possibly want or it. ask for? So it. let's go. Um, big things that we'll discuss today. Uh, everything from that treacherous dunk contest to the rest of NBA All-Star Weekend, NBA Saturday night, All-Star Saturday night. Uh, We will discuss a lot of, I want to talk a lot of college basketball, right? It's getting to be that time where there is that thing, what do they call it? It's like, uh, what's it, March Madness or something? I
2: think that's pretty big in the atmosphere. Yeah,
1: I think I've heard of it before. So uh, maybe we'll talk about that, see if we can figure something out about what that is. Talk about the Albany firewolves maybe a little bit. Uh, discuss they had a loss last night. Um, there's all kinds of stuff, right? Hiring coaches in the NFL, what's going on in baseball. There's all there's all kinds of beautiful things. <coughs> and and you know what? I've I've came to my, my senses as well. Um, and it's that I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I really I want to talk about everything on this show. I think I just want to make this like a censored threat. Of, like just in general, like sports. But then if we get off topic,
2: we just get, get off topic. topic. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, I always try to stay on at least sports somewhat because obviously we are on ESPN Radio 1, right. 104.5. The team. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's where I'm
1: at. <laughs> uh, hey,
2: boss, I was waiting for you to give me the okay, right, sir?
1: Yeah. Well, I gave you the okay. <laughs> um, so thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, just right off the rip here. Uh, if you, wow, that is just, that's crazy. I cannot believe that Obi Toppin really just made a layup to win the dunk contest. It was that easy. That is that's all he needed. That is craziest. Um, but check us out on our social media pages at given fun day. Uh, always posting stuff, keeping you guys laughing, giggling up to date with stuff, original content, all that good stuff. Um, but now, now I think let's discuss NBA. The best
0: also. work I I is done early Sunday morning is. before the show, and you tweeted out this. Uh, I feel like DJ Khaled is still on that stage talking over the track even after. Every-
1: let's start. I mean, the celebrity game. I'm not. I don't think there's even conversation to be had. It's in Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, so that's a, that's a plus. That's very exciting stuff. LeBron James back in Cleveland making some bold statements as well uh, that we'll, that we'll discuss probably next segment. Um, but I really, it, it sucked. That I had to work, uh, but you know, I really like the Saturday night. I really love the, the dunk contest. Just not this year, but the skills challenge with the, with the three, uh, three teams of three, super cool. Mm-hmm. The three point contest, always cool. And dunk contest, Lame as can be.
2: Yeah, I think the skills challenge was definitely an upgrade this year. Um, obviously, the three point contest—you can't really screw it up as long as you put at least a few decent guys in there that know how to shoot three pointers. And obviously, Carl Anthony Towns coming out—you um, know—against sure, all these cool. guards, cool as a big man it is really cool for the league for him to come out and win this thing. And I don't think he was an underdog. I think that you know, like we've established before, he's one of the best big man in, or uh, big man shooters in the league. No questions asked.
1: Big man shooters in the league and, and big man shooters, I mean... In general. Yeah, I think in general and, like, over the the recent history.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, we, we haven't really seen fives or, you know, top-tier centers go out there and shoot like he does. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you're standing still and have a f- clean look at the basket, but he's been doing this in-game as well, and there's a reason that he was invited to this. Yeah. And then you go and look at the uh, the dunk contest, and it was just kind of like, what am I watching, man? I mean, it's like seven to eight minutes of these guys going out there trying to dunk the ball not even getting attempts off and then the dunks that they end up doing aren't creative enough for me. No. I don't know if it's just because we were spoiled so much when we were growing up on what we were watching and then everyone was so hyped to see LeBron and everyone was pulling for LeBron to go into the dunk contest.
1: That's never he happened. He said that he,
2: he says that he audibly says that he's never going to do the dunk contest because he's worried about, you know, getting injured or whatever the case was. And I really think that just put off put it off to so many other stars and so many other guys, because if you look at it back when we were watching, like the guys that were doing big things weren't massive stars. Like, yeah, you had Dwight Howard probably in his prime, but you had like guys like Nate Robinson, Rudy Gay, Gerald, Gerald Green, Green, guys that were just, just creative and could jump out the sky. Right. Like, that's the, that's who you need in the dunk contest to make it, Good. And I remember the last one that I really remember watching vividly was the one with Ben McLemore. When they completely changed the system, the system and tried to switch
1: it all up, and it just ended up being a complete and utter failure. Well, there was the one, my favorite one, recent history, is, what was it, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine going, yes. going back and forth. Yep, That was fun. But I, f- I feel like since then, and, and I mean, it's, it's the NBA's <laughs> fault. Seriously, it is, because they're like, you know, you guys put these names in there, and you're like, nobody wants... You know, even if you put a big name player in there, and they're not a dunker, you're going to get more attraction. Yeah, 100%. right. Like, right. If I told you that it was going to be, and this is just all hypothetical, right? But it was going to be um, Andrew Wiggins, and then three other guys like that: Juan Toscano-Anderson, uh, Obi Toppin. Mm-hmm. Like Obi Toppin was the the pole. I feel like right, New York. You know everybody pictures, when they think of Obi Toppin, you think of that dunk at Dayton, right? The the one cool dunk that he had, like that's what, that's what the poll was. That's the main attraction. Obi Toppin's going to be in the dunk contest. Well, yeah.
2: And he's also had the dunks this year on, on fast breaks and everything like that. So that's, oh, yeah. that's what he has been known for this year in the league so far. Right. I mean, he hasn't gotten crazy amount of minutes, but when he does, he puts it, he puts himself on a sports center highlight reel. And that's all we want to see. That's all we want to see. We want to see innovation. We want to see creativity. We want to see new stuff. We don't want to see the same thing. And granted, Obi, you know, tried to switch it up. But at the end of the day, you didn't hold the ball in your hand when you touched the backboard and went into the basket. That was the that was the object of the dunk. I'm assuming. I don't think he meant to let go of it, throw it off the backboard and touch it in the rim. Because both like two of his dunks were a
1: game-winning layup. Yeah. A game winning layup. But even
2: the one that he had that was crazy his craziest dunk, where he went between the legs behind the head. Um, he didn't fully like slam the rim. He like almost threw it in kind of and grazed the rim with his hand. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I just don't know what to think about it because I, I, I didn't enjoy it. No, I didn't either. There's, I think no, was,
1: there's no other way to, you, you don't got to think about it any other way. It wasn't enjoyable. I would love, I would have loved to seen John Moran in that. Cole Anthony. Like, come Tried on, to, man. Dunking in Tim's. Dunking in Tim's. Dunking in his dad's <laughs> what jersey. What are you doing, man? Like, come on. What's his name? Put on a
2: Jason Richardson jersey and absolutely obliterating his Disrespectful. name. Respectful. Oh my God some I of the biggest it.
1: disrespect i've ever seen.
2: Like Jason Richardson's one of the best dunkers i
1: think ever. Absolutely crazy. He <sighs> How about the positive though? The positive? Yeah, we started off negative today. Yeah. <laughs> um
2: We're just upset about football being gone, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um I that's what it is. It's just like you we're taking weekend. out our aggression. Yeah, 100%. Oh my god, i have fat bets down on it. <laughs>
2: That's the only... If you didn't have bets, would you be watching it? Sure. Okay.
1: Would I be as interested as no. I'm going to be? No. <laughs> but you can bet your behinds that I'm betting for Giannis Antetokounmpo to go go ham again. I so. love me some good puns. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it, listen. I think overall, uh, the skills challenge took a bump up, which I enjoyed, right? Yeah. And especially, like, you, you know, you could ask the average person. They're like, yeah, I don't really care what the Cavs do. But... I think it was cool to see the Cavs players win the Skills Challenge at home in Cleveland. That's always cool. Mm-hmm. Um, usually they like to get like a guy from, and they like to get one of their players in a in one of those events,
2: especially if they're not in the All Star game,
1: right? But I mean, thankfully Garland and and Allen are both in it. But like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they usually like to have. Oh yeah. If yeah, it yeah. was in L.A., like you know. I don't know who would be in the three-point contest. Malik Monk
2: probably. Malik yeah. Monk
1: would be in like the three-point contest. To think about. Or if it was in Indiana, Rick Carlisle would 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 be standing on the sidelines because Indiana just doesn't have any all-stars right now. But like you know what I mean? Yeah. The same thing. If it was the Knicks, like Obi Toppin would have no doubt been in the dunk contest, or uh, you know they would have did something. It, it, that's just how it goes. Evan right? Fournier
2: in the three-point contest. Yeah,
1: just something that that makes not a lot of sense, but makes enough sense to put him in there. Yeah. Because it's a hometown guy, and you want somebody to root for in that. Um, but overall I liked it. I love the three point contest. Love it. I always love it. It's fun. It's like everybody gets hyped up. I love Carl Anthony towns. Super cool. And he's went through hell and back, uh, just with his life and what's happened to him. So I think like even winning these things just makes him that much happier. And like, yeah, being it, selected great.
2: being selected as an all-star this year, I know meant a lot to him and, and how he's playing is, um,
1: I think I think Cat is just at this point he's just like, hey, I'm happy to be alive. Yeah, seriously. And so it's pretty cool.
2: Happy to be doing what he you know what he loves to do. Yeah, <clears throat> at such a high level and being able to you yeah. know play the game he loves. No, hundred
1: um, percent. Yeah, no, I I, I liked it. Uh, we'll discuss some more of that stuff. I, I I definitely want to discuss some of the comments that were already made. Oh, because you know during NBA All Star Weekend, guys always love to have those conversations about the next big super team or you know. Get the, get the tea on where where somebody might go. You, you know, that's just how it goes. That's how All-Star that's, Weekend works. That's how All-Star Weekend works. Like, like hey, man,
2: your contract's All- up next season. What are you thinking in free agency? Like,
1: yo, hey, we got a good, like, sandwich in, in Philly or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like a recruitment. You ever heard of these cheesesteaks, <laughs> like baby? a
2: recruitment camp. <laughs> yeah.
1: You ever heard of the Philly cheesesteak? Well, come on over and I'll show you one, you know, kind of thing. So um, there's definitely been some uh, interesting comments made, and one made by somebody who... Uh, We'll definitely catch the eye of a lot of people, uh, especially at this point in his career. Uh, So we'll keep we'll keep in touch with that in the next break. But um, other than that, only thing I wanted to say uh, was I apologize for anybody who was looking to listen to um, our show from last Sunday, our Super Bowl show. (laughs) Um, We had a glitch in the system here, uh, a missing piece in the Matrix, if you would say. And, uh, that's, that's really what got us. So, um, that is just gone. It's in the air somewhere. It's in the cloud. Yeah. It's in the cloud. Um, I'll go up and find it yeah. eventually. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but, in t- but until then, uh, it's gone. So suck it up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go to break. When we come back, let's discuss, uh, some comments that were made, uh, during all-star weekend. And I'm sure there's going to be other comments made. It is any given fun age, Joey Haas, Ray Oster out and Kofi Brickner here with you. I'm 104.5 The Team. It's Any Given Fun Day,
0: presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team.
2: Longer. I was like waiting for it I was like who is
1: this Oh man dude I just make myself laugh sometimes Sometimes that's what it's all about man. You want me to come closer Is that what you're trying to tell me No Because I will This is good You ever heard the chorus of this song I don't even know what song this is In my own culture this for is that is Fleetwood Mac Yeah okay Ready Here's a little one for you Ready Ooh, yeah. Tell me lies Tell me sweet little lies Oh yeah Tell me lies Oh, yeah. No. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I love it. Uh, Welcome back to Any Given Fun Day here on ESPN Radio 104.5 The Team and on the free 104.5 The Team app. You are hanging out on a Sunday fun day with Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, and Kobe Brickner getting you ready for the NBA All-Star Game tonight. That's what we're getting, re- getting you ready for because, quite frankly, there's nothing else to get ready for at this point. Um, but there is some uh, – there, there was two comments from the same person uh, during this NBA All-Star Weekend so far that have really, Ray, I'd like to say, tickled my fancy. Ah. Yeah. Um, so said person is LeBron James, and he came out with two statements. First one – being, and, and, and it's I, I think this plays into the whole parody of what's going on right now in the NBA as far as where the All-Star game is, right? It's in Cleveland. LeBron's back home. Uh, you know, throw your air quotes up, whatever you want to call home at this point, Bron, uh, but, you know, that is his home home. So LeBron's back home, and he comes out with a statement of, hey, listen, I'm not ruining out a return to Cleveland. I like it, Right. At at base, at, at ground level, whatever you want to say, I like. It. Okay, I I think you should go back home at some point. I there, think so. There's two ways I took this
2: when you when you told me this. A, he's trying to save face, going back to the All Star Game, hoping he doesn't get booed and hoping he gets received well. No, he saw he, he'll place. always get received well. I don't know. I, I mean,
1: he brought a chip to that place, and I know.
2: But so to, like, I know Kyrie didn't bring, but Kyrie was a part of that, well, Kyrie, and he was
1: getting slandered in Cleveland Kyrie's a butt last face, So.
2: Yeah, I understand that, but still, I mean, if I was a, or like, say someone for the Mavericks went out, won a championship, left the team, and came back, and I was at the game, I wouldn't slander him no matter what they were doing, because uh, they helped bring a championship So hy-
1: hypothetically speak right, right, so it, exactly, that, and, that, and that, actually, that's what I was trying to get at, was like, if Luca won a championship with the Mavericks this year, and then said, you know what, <laughs> screw this place, I'm out of here, baby, I'm going to Miami. Goes I mean, it Miami. wasn't, it wasn't really like that for Kyrie, though. Right. Nobody, I, I feel like, I feel like general consensus a lot of people don't like Kyrie Irving, right? Yeah. A lot of people no, don't I like can, I can, I can, I him. I either love him or hate him. Yeah. But LeBron the, James, LeBron James. I, it still, to I, I got you on that.
2: I still feel like, though, people were talking about him going back to Cleveland, him making the joke um, on the draft show with Durant saying, like, oh, I picked Garland because so I'd have some, you know, some guys with me to help me out and get some love from the fans and stuff like that. So I think he's still worried about it. And I feel like he still doesn't think that he has. Cleveland's whole love. You know uh, what I mean? I, I, see, I think he does. I think he... But I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm saying that he, in his mind, like, he still has to prove more to them or do more for them. Because he only... He could have given them a whole career, right? He could have never left, stayed there, not went and formed a big three in Miami, gutted it out. And I don't know if his legacy would have been better or worse for it. Because, sure, maybe it would have, um wouldn't have made as many championships or made as many straight NBA titles. But I think that the fact of loyalty is all Cleveland wanted and to actually get a guy like LeBron, get to that point, get to the low of him leaving and then have him come back. I think it's just been an up and down relationship. And I don't even know if Cleveland really wants LeBron to come back at this point because they're starting to play really well with this young group of guys. And is he going to come in and tear it up or is he going to come
1: in and will he make it better? I think, I think uh, I would take LeBron James on any, you could give me the best, basketball team in the world without LeBron on it, and you could tell me that they... Like, okay, so you're t- so hypothetically speaking, I, I got to play devil's advocate with you. After. No, 100%. But, like, if he's... Say, say that Warriors team had the chance to get LeBron instead of Durant, like, you would have got LeBron, right? Like, regardless of how well you're meshing, you would have went and got LeBron. James. You think so? Oh, come on, bro. Come <clears> on. I'm just... I don't dev- know. I'm just playing the devil's advocate with you. Kobe, come on, right? Like... Yeah, they would have went and got LeBron James, bro. Come on. Yeah, I think
2: anyone obviously would go and
1: get LeBron. James, I just said but... that, and then you said you said otherwise. You said, nah, I don't know, man. I don't know
2: <laughs> because K- I mean, KD's a prolific scorer. I just feel like he would fit into the yeah, offense LeBron, better than LeBron, LeBron, LeBron James a- would.
1: LeBron is an averaging twenty nine points a game this year or anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay, but
2: KD is one of the be- <laughs> like the best scorers of all time.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just dude. I'm just pu- I'm just pushing your buttons, man. All right, of course. Just what I do. Just what I do. Um he also said the comment along the lines of in this, and this could be, an, uh, you know, kind of a uh, hint as to when his career might be coming to an end. Uh, but he said he wants to play his last year uh, in the NBA, wherever his son is, wherever Bronny is LeBron James jr. So wherever he goes, LeBron goes. So if, and, and, and we don't know really what LeBron's kid is going to, B. You don't know if he's gonna be uh if he's gonna make the NBA. You don't know if he's gonna be a second round pick, a first round pick, a lottery pick, or a number one pick. Who knows?
2: Yeah, I mean Who I think like you don't really see anything until you get to college. And then Kobe just brought up the point of the fact of they're even saying or there was an article saying that he he could come into the league the G year league that he is. Yeah. Or if they let people start going from high school to the NBA game, which I haven't even heard a thing about until LeBron James starts coming up near his time in the NBA, which is just kind of a wild thing to hear. And then you think about another good point Kobe brought up as well was if LeBron or if Bronny gets drafted right, and you're sitting there on the board because now you know LeBron James will be coming to your team. How high do you go? How much do you invest value into that? Especially when he's probably get, when he's going to be what third, or probably around four. He's going to be touching forty at that point.
1: Yeah, he'll be he'll be messing with it.
2: So I mean, I think that. Is another great side to look at, especially when you're a, a team who doesn't really have much. Say he goes to like I don't know, like Orlando or something weird.
1: I was gonna say yeah, like what if LeBron went to like the Celtics?
2: Like I know what Jordan finished his career off as a Wizard, which we all kind of just
1: that's weird to push
2: to the side. It's weird, but it's weird. It inevitably happened, and it's like I don't know but how it did, I would but feel. But it
1: didn't really happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen if you don't believe it happened. Exactly right.
2: I just can't like see Tom LeBron as
1: a Buccaneer. Never happened. Never
2: happened. Uh no, I don't. I wouldn't go that
1: far. He literally want to drink. Never that. happened. What do you mean no patriot for life? <laughs> patriot for life. What is it? What's the most awkward place LeBron could play? You <laughs> the Knicks? No. Is that the most? You story? go to the. You go to New York. You go to the match. Tell me about. Tell me this doesn't just scream tickets, though, right? No, nobody goes to Sacramento Kings. When you go to the Kings... No, did you
2: see how Burton, what he said about the Kings?
1: Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Perfect. Um, <laughs> pacer for life now. But imagine this. Imagine this scenario, right? It's not only do they have Zion, RJ, and Cam Reddish at this point, but then they go get Joe Girard. And then on top Shut of this hearts. all, on top of this all, LeBron James Jr. goes undrafted. Undrafted, right? And they, they're like, you know what? Remember what LeBron said a couple years ago? He said, hey... If, if, wherever Bronny James goes, that's where I'm going to go. So they say, you know what? We're going to sign Bronny James Jr. Next thing you know, <laughs> we have a starting five in the New York Knicks of Joe Girard, Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett, LeBron James, Zion Williamson. And you know what the funny thing is? Is, when all of this is going down, Bronny James. When Bronny,
2: when Bronny James is actually in the league, is the next time Zion Williamson will be touching a basketball court yeah. most likely. <laughs> well, the next. So if you want to wish that, go right ahead. <laughs>
1: Not- and we'll see where he's at at that the point. On the basketball, when next time he's rehabbing his knee for the eighth time, <laughs> he'll be in South Dakota at that point. <laughs> I think he already was <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, i I do think, uh, it, it's it's coming to an end. It's coming to an end slowly. And I will say this is a take that I've been, you know, not putting in the putting in the bank for a little bit. But I think that once Tom Brady retired, it kind of like got the ball rolling for LeBron a little bit faster. I think that's not a hot take.
2: I don't know, because like he just I mean, I don't think it's going to go any quicker or slower because he's still got to wait till his son comes in the league.
1: I, I just, right. But, like, I feel like at, at one point where, like, just saying it, LeBron's going to play forever and, and Tom Brady's going to play he's forever.
2: seeing the light at the end of the tunnel is more or less what you're saying. Not right, the fact but, that like, the like,
1: fact that Tom Brady really left at not the top of his game. I mean, I get it. But he, he didn't put, leave on a sour note after having a bad no. season. He didn't, he didn't regress at all in his career, right? He, he, was, he career was still year. playing normal <laughs> Tom Brady football. He had a career year? Right. And so I feel like it's going to be the same thing for LeBron. He's going to go out of this league. Averaging twenty two seven and seven, you know his last season at forty forty years old. He's gonna yeah, I understand that. You know, and he and he's gonna be playing men. You know, thirty minutes a game, maybe less twenty five minutes a game. Dude's gonna put up have have insane efficiency, and that's gonna be the end of LeBron. Right, we're gonna be like, oh, you know, we got LeBron for another three four years, and he's just gonna slowly regress until he deteriorates into sand on the court. Right. <laughs> But then Until he's, Space Jam Seven. Yeah, yeah out. he's gonna be tw- he's gonna be twenty four eight and seven in, in game four of the finals. He's gonna lose, and then they're, they're gonna be like, all right, see ya. He's gonna be out there, in and a, he's gonna walk away from the game. He's
2: gonna be out there with a walker, and he's, he's gonna just gonna be,
1: walk away from the game. <laughs> he's gonna be dropping buckets still. That's what's gonna happen.
2: That's what I feel like though, as fan, as us as fans, everybody as fans, we look at these guys, and we're like, these guys are immortal. Like they're never gonna deteriorate.
1: They're never gonna get worse. Well, like, guys. What? It's really only. I mean, in my mind, immortal. Like when I think of immortal, I think of LeBron and, and Brady. Yeah, that's but, it. Okay, I'll, I'll put it more into this perspective.
2: Yeah. I'm not saying every single player is like that. I'm saying more of the lines of, look, Luka Doncic is a really good player this year, right? Imagine if he was just terrible next year. You just can't see those things happening. And then when those things do happen that are just unexpected and you're like, you're just like, whoa, I feel like that would be the same thing as like when we heard Tom Brady retiring. We just don't see the, into the future that, after, especially after the season that he just had, that that's going to happen. We don't see that LeBron James gonna has only three years left and.
1: You know, well, we don't see it now. We're like, yeah, this guy's going to play until he's gray. Exactly. And then he's that, that's more or less what so. I mean.
2: But I just mean overall players that we th- we think are going to be in the league for a certain period of di- time doing, you know, what our expectations are for them, and then the next year they just drop off, and we're just kind of like, oh my god.
1: One thing, thing I I, I want to discuss, it. maybe not today, but in, in, at some point in the future, is just. A list of of guys and across all sports, right? Every single sport where your body is, it, you know, it's a physically demanding sport, right? Like now, like NASCAR or something like that. But I mean, in physical, I would say it's not physically demanding. You can get pretty hurt in NASCAR. No, I'm saying, but like it's not like you're going out there and 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 you know tackling dudes and running up and down the court. Put your like, body on the line in a different way in a vehicle. Why you got to do that? You play devil's advocate with me all morning. I can't do it once to you. That w- but that wasn't. It. I would, I would die on the hill that NASCAR isn't physically demanding. But not physically, no. You know what? What the list of guys would look like that after they hit the age of thirty, they're just their whole career just declines, right? So you look at you look at like LeBron and stuff, and and you know this is where I lead the conversation. But like, just appreciate him. Appreciate the guys that can go into their mid thirties and still dominate because they are
2: they don't how healthy LeBron has been throughout his career, knock on wood for him, because obviously I don't want to see him get hurt, but you just look at what KD's career was before he got, you know, now injured he's deteriorating. As much as he is and deteriorating. He hasn't been able to even really stay on the court as much as he wants to, and we don't even really know what his future is, especially for this season and and the future going
1: forward. So Well, maybe we'll see him when we go see a game. I hope so. In like two weeks. Um Let's, when we come back, uh, I want to discuss, let's see, what do I want to discuss? Uh, let's talk a little bit about the local scene from this weekend. How about that? Touch okay. on a little bit of Albany, a little bit of Siena, some Albany Firewolves. Saw a good man of the UAl- game yesterday. Yeah, some UAlbany uh, baseball, right? All that good stuff. Uh, let's discuss some local stuff here on Any Given Fun Day. It is Joey Haas, it's Ray Osterhout, and it's Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team.
0: It's Any Given Fun Day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. We a song for the broken high, yeah.
1: All right, this live version absolutely stinks. <laughs> you give Bon Jovi a bad name. Now nah, you give Love a bad. This is bad. This is really. I mean, bad. think about Hang how on. many people have you seen live? Yeah, let's see it. That
0: was
1: good. That's not. Bad. I cannot believe that that this audio clip just absolutely disrespected Bon Jovi like that. JBJ, John Bon Jovi, just you, did him so scum. How many people have you
2: seen live? A lot. A lot? Yeah. Who's your favorite performer to see live?
1: My favorite like, performer? Like that's
2: either, okay, well, let's do this. Favorite performer and then favorite, or most, sounds the most like they do when you listen to them, like, on Apple Music the or Spotify. The weekend Both. You saw him?
1: Really? Yeah. You saw, when did you see him? Before? Me and guy who's listening to the show right now, Zach Shaw. Yeah. When did you go see, or where did you go see him? We saw him six, seven years ago in barclays center uh oh that must have been sweet oh it was pretty cool and we like sent it the day before it was pretty cool it was a very like joey house kind of move like woke (laughs) up that morning was listening to the weekend the whole night before like laying in bed just like chilling watching youtube videos of the weekend and then i was like wow i really want to see the weekend and then like looked up looked up weekend tour and it just so happened he was in Barclay Center the next day. I shot Zach and i I'm like, yo, what are you doing today? He's like, oh, nothing, just showing. I go, Oh, we're all right, sweet. So let's get bus tickets and go down to Yeah. Dude, you're literally it.
2: describing so me and me and my boy J went to Toronto. Yeah, uh, for Drizzy. Yeah, well, Drizzy no, Drizzy. we we literally went for a Toronto Blue Jays game, and because he was able to drink at his age in, in Canada, not obviously in the States. So we went to we ended up going to Canada just for our Blue Jays game. And then we looked, and we were like, "Yo, Drake is in Toronto tonight." Yeah, and we were like, "Yo, we have to, have, go to go. Yeah, we have, have to go. We have to stay another day. Absolutely, do whatever to. we need to do." And when and did that? I would say probably um, my favorite. performer, obviously, is gonna be is gonna be Travis for me, right? And then sounds most like their music. I would honestly say Jay Cole or or Drake.
1: I have this this super he vivid. Goes to two too. What? Migos do as
2: well. Takeoff literally sounds identical to his when he raps. <laughs> it's hilarious.
1: I have a super vivid memory of and, and I will never forget it in my entire life. And so this is when the Starboy album dropped for, for the weekend. And he literally... I, I kid you not, um the song Rockin' off his album came on. Mm-hmm. And here, let me see if I let me see if we have it on here. That would make it even better. Um but the song Rockin' came on, and it was I, I I I wish. Let me see if it's on here. I don't think it's here. Uh, no, of course it's not here. Why would it be? No, no, not here. But point being is, I looked over right, and and this is like a like a hip hop like mm, 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 like you just want to dance. And I kid you, not, I kid you not, bro. That I we looked down in the corner, and there's a janitor with his broom and stuff dancing and it was the crazy i was like the weekend really got it like that he's really got it oh, 100% like like he th- the janitors were dancing mm-hmm. like while cleaning they were just like uh, like you know like, the whole thing and i'm like <laughs> thank you for the sound effects this is <laughs> this really is absolutely crazy like this is awesome um so that's that's how that went down but as far as local sports go <laughs>
2: I was gonna continue on that, but let's
1: get ready. let's get yeah. Ready. No, I mean th- that th- it could just it could be a whole like show in itself, right? Like, oh yeah, about no performers.
2: We, not even that. I was gonna just tell my story about um, Toronto. What do you got? Um, I'll try and make it pr- as quick as I possibly can. So uh, we bought the t- we bought the tickets on SeatGeek. We go to <sighs> something
1: about those third party
2: tickets. No, it's it's really tough. Like because I've never ha- I've never had a problem
1: with Vivid or. Um, What's the other one? Ticketmaster? Master. What's the What's the one where you can like uh, Game Time? I've never used that. Time. I don't think done. I, I've had good. I've had good luck on Game Time.
2: But anyway, we, we get to the front gate and our tickets don't scan, and my heart literally dropped because I just spent a good amount of money on these tickets. And we get to the we get there t- tickets don't scan first Punching time, the second teeth. time, yeah, mine scans the third time somehow. His scan his scans the third time. They let us in the building. We get to our seats. The opener just gets off. Migos are about to come on before Drake. These guys come to our seats and say, hey, you're in our seat. They sold the same ticket twice of me, me and my buddy and theirs. jerks. And because they had Ticketmaster and we had SeatGeek, they tried to kick us out and say that we had to leave. And I said— So did you fist fight them? Uh, no. The only thing that I said that actually kept us in the arena that day, because I was heated— and it was like, I was like, this is my boy's birthday. We just drove all the way from Albany out here to see this concert, yada, 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 trying to plead my case. And I was like, there's nothing you guys can do. Like... And then I said, your staff let us in the building. We're here. It's not like we, didn't, we got denied and we snuck in.
1: No, there, should have been, there shouldn't have even been a discrepancy.
2: Yeah. No, so once I said you that. You paid for your tickets. Once I said that, they were like, yeah, you're right. We, yeah. You, you paid for the tickets. Yeah. We let you in the building. It's technically our staff's fault. And then they gave us a VIP lounge section with
1: a whole row to ourselves. Perfect. That's way better. Yeah.
2: We um, did miss a little bit of Migos, but at the end of the day,
1: 100% worth it. You were, you were it. prime time for Drake. And that's yeah. What
2: matters. It was just kind of like yeah. the whole whirlwind of, you know, <laughs> the whole Toronto trip, man, was just
1: an absolute whirlwind. Sounds fun. But uh, it ended up being a really fun time. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad. Um, so briefly, you know, we'll, we'll discuss some of the local sports that happened this weekend. We'll try and go in a little timeline here so Sienna Saints uh, they played Marist on Friday night um, and that was that was a good game um, Siena ended up losing uh, they they really got smothered in the second half uh, unfortunately um, bless you bless you bless you thank you you're welcome um so you know that that was it, that that Marist team is very hot happens happens to the best of us still uh, I shout out to the Capital Region though, getting a good crowd at the Sienna Games. Very happy about that. Seeing a lot of people. Um, I was in the crowd, just chilling, watching. So very fun, very fun night. Uh, good to see a lot of people there, especially as they get ready for um, you know postseason, whatever the MAC tournament may bring. Uh, then we had on Saturday uh, afternoon, we had a nice U Albany basketball game. U uh, Albany played against New Hampshire and. U Albany comes out on top. Great game. Really close game. Um, It was Jamel Horton, I believe, for the uh, Great Danes. Went out there, had like 25. Played really well. Shout out to him. Uh, Shout out to the rest of the guys for hustling and bustling. Playing a really good game. Uh, Aaron Reddish had a couple big shots. Uh, I know he had a big three. Um, Low-key brother of Aaron Reddish Cam Reddish. I think he was at the game. Can't confirm it, but like 99.9% sure. Got to scored it out. People started saying it was Cam Reddish, so I'm just going to go with my instinct here and say it was probably Cam Reddish, and it would make perfect sense because it's All-Star Weekends. He's not an All-Star. So he he just took and the weekend play,
2: and he's now playing for New York, so it probably wasn't that like crazy of Probably a, made a perfect sense. So, you know. Also important cool.
1: just so you're politically correct 24. 24. Okay. Um Thanks a lot.
2: No problem. Just wanted to back you up,
1: man. Thanks. Um, yeah, no, good, good game, great game. Uh, good defense down, down the U Albany's playing good basketball, man. Coach Dwayne Killings has that has that team playing really well. And you know, if I can take anything away right now from the U and Sienna teams, their coaches are so awesome. Coach Carm is the man. Coach DK, I can't, I don't know him enough yet. To, like, be like, yeah, he's a man, but what I've seen and what I've heard and, you know, just through listening to him talk with Roger and, and Mike on the radio and with Dan and Charlie and and all this stuff, right, DK's the man too. And, like, above all, right, you want community leaders, you want, like, good people, right? Now, you could be a great coach and be a jerk person. <clears throat> uh, guy that was here last week, Rick Pizzino. But, you know, uh, no jabs here or anything. Sorry, Rick. Um, but you know, you know what I mean? Like two great community leaders. They care about the community, they care about the capital region. They want it to get better. They want to see this place grow and and become more. And that's very good to see. Very happy about that. I
2: think it's a good step or it's a step in the right direction. Bless you as well, Kobe. A step in the right direction.
1: (laughs) Seriously?
2: I think it's a step in the right direction as far as capital region basketball goes. I mean, especially with knowing now that we have UAlbany versus Siena next year i think that having two coaches that are able to bring these both of these or or um both of these programs, programs. up as well as they have so far just in a couple of years of, of being there i think it's a promising step for both Siena and UAlbany i think it's going to make for a great turnout next year i'm excited to definitely go to that game watch some UAlbany basketball watch some Siena basketball and i think it i really wish that the MAC championship was brought back to the TU, I know. I don't know. If we'll, that's get some, ever we'll get happen, some action
1: back. We'll get some action back here. I don't we'll know. Go. They're
2: pretty. They're pretty content down there in AC. I'm sure a lot of other people are too. Being able to just go to casinos and then go watch some college basketball and bet on it there as well. I'll head, I'll be um, headed
1: down that down that bad boy, no doubt. Yeah, my dad wanted to go this year as yeah, well. So sounds we'll see fun. What,
2: we'll see what's going on, Mister
1: um, O. I know he's listening right now. 100 percent.
2: Know he, he you know, you know, he was hyped up about the. I was surprised I didn't get text about uh, start me up
1: about start me up after yeah. right the rip. I think that's a new that's a new intro song. <laughs> got it, got it, got to please everybody, man. You know, one hundred percent can't always start with sicko mode and think that we're going to pull the, uh, you know, pull the oldies out of bed. Hey. They're going to be like, what is this crap? And yeah. they're going to shut us it off. off. Yeah. yeah, so you know,
2: we got to ease them over, hit a little, smooth bit. them over, yeah,
1: and then just
2: get to about eleven thirty, then hit
1: the whammy bar and go right, <laughs> like we're playing Guitar Hero and 08 um, oh. but you know, good, good basketball. I think they're both headed in the right direction. Like I said, great community leaders looking forward to having them on our show. I'm su- sure in the, in the near future. And don't forget coach Will Brown, those Patroons, they start up March 4th. Oh they're boy. still right here. Will Brown, former Albany head basketball coach, you know, for a long time. So he's not gone. He's just in a different spot. Uh, so that'll start up very soon. And the final, the final game, you know, kind of capping off this, this weekend so far, um, there's a game, there's a Santa game today, uh, at two o'clock, but there's also the Albany Firewolves last night. Uh, they lose, uh, twice this weekend, unfortunately. Um, but you know, let's just, it's a longer season, right? They're in the meat of the, they're in the middle of the season right now. Um, I think they're going to be okay, but I, I'm not too, not too worried about them. We'll see what happens as the season, it, you know, it's just when we have college basketball kind of at its peak right now, it's hard to, uh, say you know we're gonna we're gonna completely hone in on the Firewolves um, there's definitely been some good play out of those guys and you know it, it like everything else it's gonna catch it's gonna catch just like the you know everything else catches it, it, it'll happen um, but you know just keep I, I'm I'm excited to see a, a playoff game too when, when that comes around and hopefully they qualify for that and all that junk uh, but let's um let's do this right let's go to let's go to break and uh, when we come back, uh, I want to discuss, l- let's get into a little baseball conversation here. Ooh, uh, It's right. about that time where you just get angry. And uh, I want to tee off with a picture that I saw yesterday that really just triggered me, really got me going. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, of a player that, I, that I've known to, to love over the last few years in a different jersey, and you wouldn't believe whose jersey it is. Oh boy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Any Given Fun Day. It's Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, and Kobe Brickner here with you on 1045 The Team. It's Any Given Fun Day, presented
0: by Joey and Ray on 1045 The Team.
1: Things in the game. Well, top, bottom three things in the game farting and just having to sit in your own fart. <laughs> One of the worst. <laughs> that's just <comes> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That's not at all where I thought you were going to open that statement with. Bottom three, man. But really, sure. seriously, it is just <laughs> abysmal. When you just sit there and you're just like, wow, you can't run away from it. Yeah, Especially when you're on the microphone. Yeah, and then you're wow. like, that's me. Yeah. And then you realize it's your upper lip and then you. You feel really bad about yourself. But uh, welcome back to Any Given Fun Day. It's Joey House. Ray Oshout and Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team and on the free 104.5 The Team app. Uh, that, that That's a great song. Wow. I had a...
2: Oh, my God, dude. This brings back so many memories. Oh, I had a highlight tape to this when I was like eight or nine years old. Was it a, a My Hoop mixtape? No, it was for baseball. <laughs> my Hoop mixtape? Yeah, for this. <laughs> Yeah, me, me, airballing threes and put and uh, throwing the ball out of bounds. that would have probably been my highlight hoop mixtape. I but feel, no.
1: like, I feel like this is one of those baseball songs, right? Like you just need like that. uh oh, every game. Inject this into my veins if you have if you ever like. A, like you know what I think of when I think of this song, and I think this can really relate to a lot of people. Is like you hear this, like you hear this right here, and you are ready. To, you're in little league, right? You have a, the fattest wad of big league chew stuffed <laughs> on your cheek, and you're like, "Wow!" Sunflower seeds, yeah, or so, or both, right? <laughs> yeah, like yes, just chewing fattest. on them both, right? You just have like that that perfectly like McDonald's nuggets and fries kind of just mixture. Um, Probably not the same, but and and all I can all I can feel when I hear this song is just like getting ready for a game, right? R- running back and forth, having a good catch, mm-hmm. right on a brisk summer morning, feeling good, right? And you're just like, it's a, it's May. I'm I'm 10 years old, and I'm going to absolutely just destroy the world right now. Like, let's go. No, yeah, like I said, I would pay a lot of money to
2: have that highlight tape and see it one more time. It was on a disc, and I doubt it's anywhere in the yeah, stratosphere yeah. anymore. It's in It's in the cloud. I guess I got to go up it's there twice the cloud, or at brother. least
1: stay up there a little bit longer than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll keep this song rolling for a second here. Since we're discussing baseball, right? The beautiful sport, one of America's favorite sports, America's pastime, baseball, right? What could possibly go wrong with baseball? Good old bat and a ball and glove, good piece of leather, good mitt, right? Well, I'll I'll tell you what. Everything can go wrong when it comes to baseball. Um, As a, as a, a wise man once said by the name of Ray Osterhout Jr., Right? Ray the Strat- third? I'm not the third. What are you? Ray Osterhout.
2: We have the same... Crap. I always dad- do that. Yeah. I did that last time, <laughs> I'm too. I appreciate sure, Yeah, I might have done this last week. My dad and my grandfather have, have the same middle name. We have the same initials,
1: but I have a different middle Can
2: name. Can you just... Change your middle name so this can. So hey, you can be I, the third. yeah, I didn't make this more difficult than everyone else. Imagine right.
1: having a, a fun day jersey too, and it says Osterhout with three eyes after a crown. No, that's that's you want to know. You want to know a why? That's you know,
2: you want to know what I tell everybody? Why my dad didn't do it? Why he said we're not royalty? Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, King. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to the baseball conversation here. There was there's something that really triggered me. Really got me going. And I'm like, Grind your gears. oh my God, did it ever. You know, it was one of those things where you see it and you just, you could be having the best day, right? <laughs> just old mood switch. And then you see it and you're like, seriously, <laughs> like, is this, is this God trying to play a trick on me? Like, what's going on here? And it was a picture of Aaron Judge in a New York Mets jersey. Stop. And it triggered me because Aaron Judge comes out with a statement, right? Like. You know, hey, if this is my last year in New York, you know, blah blah blah, this and that, and like honestly, I stand, I stand by whatever the Yankees choose because Aaron Judge, great baseball player, but is he going to be great for another ten years? Probably not. Um, but you know, even seeing it just made me mad. It, it made me mad, and so you know that that's one thing I, I definitely want to discuss a little bit here, and then of course what's going on with baseball in general because that's its own uh, show. Right. Um, but Aaron Judge last year of his contracts for the Yankees, uh, hoping that he gets an extension before spring training starts and, and they can just put this to bed. Right. And, and have Aaron Judge for the next, I would say, an ideal contract would be six to six to eight years. Um, pay him his pay him his money and, you know, back end it, which which they will probably do so they can try and add some more talent now. Uh, but I, I see that I see that probably happening. But even seeing Judge in a in a different jersey really made me mad.
2: And let me ask you this question as a Yankee fan: Do you think that if they don't re-sign him before the season starts or whenever the season starts, that this is a prove it year for Judge, or do you think that he has his place set and they're just waiting to?
1: I, I'm like. Do you think this is a proving year for Judge? Or do you think they're just going to get rid of him? In jail? Aaron Judge wants to stay on the Yankees. I think the Yankees want to keep Aaron Judge, but I think the miscommunication lies in how long the contract is. To me, baseball has never really made sense with these long,
2: you know, twelve to fifteen year contracts. I feel like they
1: hurt it's just both. Their thing, it's I, their I thing. know, but
2: I feel like it hurts both the organization and it hurts. I mean, the player as well. Obviously, you can trade them out of the contract anywhere, anytime you want, but who's going to want to take on the, a lot of teams aren't going to want to take on those contracts on the back half of their years especially when they're most likely deteriorating in their career and not playing up to what they did when they were when they first signed it so i think it's i mean it's obviously good for the players that they're getting their money in a longevity term of things but when you look at it from an organization standpoint the biggest surprise to me was the fact that juan soto didn't even sign that big contract that the nationals offered
1: it, it you know i feel like it's
2: becoming a more consistent thing that That, like, we saw Trout and then Mookie, and we've seen other guys like Bellinger, like... Gary Cole, I mean, all these guys. Yeah, getting these big, massive deals, and now I feel like it's starting to be like, well, do I really want to, like, do I want to take the risk and spend,
1: you know, 10 to 12 more years with this franchise fully committed? Well, I know Aaron Judge came out publicly and said he wants to stay a Yankee for life. He does. Yeah, and I thoroughly believe that, and, you know, I think... The, I I don't think I know the Yankees want to keep him. They just don't want to keep him for as long as that contract is, right? Yeah. They don't want to keep Judge—they don't want to pay Judge 12 years' abysmal money. $375 million or something Correct. ridiculous. And, and I think that's, where, that's what it's going to come down to because Judge has done enough at this point in his career to earn a contract like that, no doubt in my mind. He has. He's played very good baseball when he's healthy, and quite quite honestly, he, he was very healthy last year and played great. He played really good. Yeah, he's a good baseball player. He's a Gold Glover. He's a great hitter. He's a clutch hitter. He, he has it all, right? He's he's got it all in his arsenal. When he when he is healthy, he is a top ten, no doubt, top five player in the MLB. Um, yes, no doubt in my mind. And with that being said, I don't know about that. that Dude, I want you. If you could go name five players better than Judge when they're if if everybody was at at their healthiest, I, I would wish you luck. Seriously. Okay. Judges, yeah. is, ju- judge is that good, bro. Judge is that good, and I'm saying completely healthy. Yeah. And that means you got to take Judge's healthy. Are you season. saying? Po-
2: are you saying position player? Or are you saying position
1: you said player? In the, okay. Position player. Okay.
2: I can maybe. I'll, I'm you starting can't, to not a little bit.
1: You can't compare bit, uh,
2: pitchers and, and hitters. I mean, you can still say that they're in the top five, though, of the best players in the league. I'm not trying to compare them. I'm all, I can say that they're a top five player in the uh, league, though. That's a, that's what a, Jacob deGrom means to the New York Mets is
1: a top five player in the league. Okay. But I, I don't know. The argument, I guess, lies to me in, in that there's players, right? DeGrom only, DeGrom only affects every fifth game. Aaron Judge affects 162. If he's healthy. Right. but DeGrom, if, if Jacob deGrom could, he would go out there. But deGrom and, and wasn't pitch- healthy, too. I don't
2: right. know. Yeah, no, but like I'm saying like you don't you don't think Jacob deGrom's a top 5 player in the MLB?
1: I mean, I guess you can make the same thing. It'd be the same song and dance if it was Judge, right? They both get hurt, but they're both no, when they No, I'm saying you said healthy. fully healthy. Like if, if say I think Judge's impact on the Yankees is just as, just as significant as as Jacob deGrom's is for the Mets when they're both fully healthy.
2: You want to know you want to know where ESPN ranks Aaron Judge and their in their list.
1: I could really care less. To be I honest. know, I but
2: I'm just saying that they have him at 24.
1: That's cool. That's cute. Just that's, so you that's know. That's cute. Just so you know. <laughs> they have cute. DJ LeMahieu above him. Oh, yeah. that yeah, That's where you know it's Jose, Ramirez,
2: Jose Ramirez is a better player than Aaron Judge when healthy. That's healthy. that's a hot take. Aaron, Aaron, no, it's not. Anthony, he's just underrated because he's playing in Cleveland. That's Anthony. No, it's not. Go look at his stats past three years. I promise you. Go look at Aaron Judge's best season. Dude was one pooing okay. on balls. Yeah, that's great. I want him I need him to be more consistent like consistent. He played great last year. I know. He was the heartbeat
1: of that team last year. I'm
2: not saying he wasn't. I'm saying that Jose Ramirez is an underappreciated player. You're coming from a standpoint of being a New York Yankee fan. You don't know you probably don't even know a single stat that Jose Ramirez has had in the past three seasons, not to say anything about like your knowledge of baseball. I'm just saying like you don't follow it. I know he's
1: I know he's a good fielder. And I know he He's not a great fielder. He's pretty good. He's okay. He's not a gold glover. No, but he plays a consistent glove. But the fact that
2: they have, they had Anthony, they have Anthony Rendon at 15, that's wild. Dude, come on, bro. Uh, Anthony Rendon, did he even play last year? Not really. No, he didn't. Bellinger, Bellinger didn't have Bellinger stinks. Sh- um, Lindor had a sh- bad Lindor, season. Lindor, Lindor stinks. Yelich had a bad season. Come on, bro. Tatis, Freddie Freeman. Tatis didn't play last year either. You're saying when healthy. Stop, you can't you can't flip it and but be like, the, but, he wasn't, oh, he wasn't there last year, <laughs> but he was there two years ago, but Judge was good. This,
1: this is a Yankee fan already, but stop being a Yankee fan for a second. Yeah. Stop yeah. being a Yankee fan. Stop. Well, dude, it, what is this ranking off of? 2019, 18, 21, 23? Just, what is it? I When they are
2: all healthy. When, when is what it? Is which it? one is, what is it? which is one, is it? one do you want it to be? What is the ESPN ranking? Which one ranking? do you want it to be? Do what you want to be a though? specific
1: season, or do you want it to what be is when the they're the ESPN? Healthy? What is it? When is it from? Last year. So when? Before the season last year? Yes. Okay. Well, that's why I need to going, know. I'm just going. I'm not saying that I agree with going into you. last season. Aaron Judge was not healthy the season before. No, I'm. I know. I know that. But so what I'm saying. So is, that's why he was so low.
2: I I know, and I'm not saying that I agreed with it. I'm saying that DJ Lemayhu. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm go, well, that guy look stunk at the season he up last year. But look at the season he had. Yeah, beforehand. he played great. No, what I'm saying is Fernando Tatis better player than Aaron Judge when healthy. Yes or no?
1: Yeah. Freddie Freeman, debatable. Debatable. They do the same. What? What do you? What, what are he you trying, just did in Atlanta? What did just he do? He, new, didn't, he didn't do that. That wasn't Freddie Freeman. He had. He didn't have a big role in that. A big role? No. He played a good role, but he wasn't the main reason that Atlanta won the chip. I can't talk no. baseball with you. No, it's not. I can't talk Then who? Right. Right. Jacob Degrom better than uh better than Aaron Judge. I mean, when he's healthy, yeah. Ronald Acuna Junior. Better than Aaron Judge. Yes. Juan Soto. No, stop it no. right now! What has he done? That's so much more miraculous than Aaron Judge at his peak. What has he done? Oh my
2: goodness! This is yeah. This seriously, Mookie Betts, yes, Mike Trout, yes. So you, he's already top seven.
1: Okay, top I said eight. I said top five to top ten. He's a top ten player. <laughs> he's a top ten player. Someone call it and no- <laughs> back me up, please top 10 player please you're you're listening you're on the home for New York Yankees baseball so if anything they're going to side with me yeah you're probably right you're you're the home the home for New York Yankees baseball You're I mean, in the capital region one four five the team 100% i i get that i just i when
2: it comes to baseball i try to be as realistic as possible I'm just saying, it, if, and, if, and it's hard for you to be like that because if Aaron, you are a Yankees if, if, I, if we were Josh, talking about Mookie Betts when he was and he was still on the Red Sox, I would be the same way that you're being right now. No question. But asked. Mookie
1: Betts is that good, and I have no problem saying Mookie Betts is that good.
2: Right, but imagine that he had like an off season or something along those lines, and then he came back, and I was trying to argue that he was top five. But you Mookie doesn't be. have
1: off seasons; he's that good. I'm I'm speaking
2: in hypothetical.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I know it's hypothetical, but he's that good. I, know I, I give all. I give Mookie Betts all the praise because he's that good. Even when he he has a bad season, he's still batting 280. Yeah, no, 100%. He's he's one of the most versatile players to ever play the game, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. How about we just come to agreement that Aaron Judge is good at baseball, all right? And we'll come back, and we'll talk about lockout, and we'll leave this conversation in the 10 o'clock hour. How about that? Is it already 11? Yeah, it's 11. It's
2: flying by here, especially
1: when me and Joey are getting into it. I love it. Yeah, me too. (laughs)
2: That That was a fun one. That was our first, like... That's our first argument we've had in a while.
1: Good. Good. I I can't wait to do it again. (laughs) When we come back, more baseball talk, more MLB lockout talk. Are we going to have a season this year? What's going to happen? It's Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team. It's any given fun day
0: presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team.
1: Let me get a, a woosa. A what? Woosa. sah woosah. Woosah. woo-sah. Let's let it, look at. Look at the door's opening right now. And there goes the hot stody right out the door. There he
2: goes.
1: <laughs> oh man, there's just something my, beautiful about this relationship. <laughs> my heart is literally hurting. Let's let John sing it for a second. Let's gain our let's gain our uh Let's go on, Joey Haas. Where are Jack and Diane nowadays? Where are they? <laughs> now let's get to something we can both agree on. Sure. Hostility, can we agree?
2: Truths? Truths. What, are you just itching your ear? Are you trying to no, I'm saying uh, mimic something to me? Truths. Yes, truths. Well, actually, it depends on what, what is it is at first. Just on the
1: whole conversation. Top 15 truths. player Aaron Judge. Yes. Going into the season. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Aaron Judge hits bombs <laughs> long, after the, long after the thrill of John This is why I can't do gone. truces
2: with Yankee fans. They say oh, truce yeah. and then they. You
1: know. Aaron Judge hits bombs. Ready? Long after the thrill of John Carlo is gone. There it is. <laughs> that was a, a good one. that. But yeah, let's agree on something,
2: right, Joey? Yeah, let's do it.
1: The album is in
2: shambles right now. Yeah,
1: well, hey, come on. Welcome back to Any Give Fun Day. Joey Otts, Ray Ostrout, Kobe Bergner here with you on 104.5, the team and on the free 104.5, the team app and check us out on our social media. Is that game a fun day? All right, baseball talk. Let's go. So MLB is absolutely positively in shambles. It's ugly. We have our first update. Yeah. And it's not pretty.
2: They are delaying the start of the season or I'm sorry. Start of spring training until March 5th. The CBA negotiations resume this Monday. Um, and this is the statement. Basically, from I don't believe it's from Manfred. I believe it's just all parties involved. Um, it seems like it's more from the the owner's side than the player side. Here, we regret that without a collective bargaining agreement in place, we must postpone the start of spring training games. The statement said, "All thirty clubs are unified in their strong desire to bring back, uh, bring players back to the field and fans back to the stands. We are committed to reaching an agreement that is fair to each side." On Monday, members of members of the owners' bargaining committee will join an in person meeting with the players' association. And remain every day next week to negotiate and work
1: hard towards starting the season on time. So there was a statement, I be- and don't quote me on this, but I believe it was from Tim Kirchen the other night. I think he Good was ha- think he was having some conversation. And I was driving home from the Siena game and listening to my favorite radio station, baby 1045 the team. That's right. <laughs> and the conversation went along the lines of there was some, uh, you know, sports that are headlines playing here on, on, on the station. And I believe it was Tim. Like I said, not fully sure, but it was an MLB analyst. And he basically said, since they started covering baseball in 1989 uh, for ESPN, this is the worst that baseball has been as far as, uh, as far as just everything goes right from uh how the, one side's feeling, how the other side's feeling, how the players are feeling. The the separation uh, and conflict, I guess, between the two parties is like the worst it's ever been. And here's one that really shocked me is we, we heard nothing, right? That MLB lockout started roughly, give or take, um, December, beginning of December, around December 5th, right? 6th, 7th, 2nd, December 2nd. All right. So I'm right there. From December second to roughly February tenth, give or take, uh, there was no conversation. They couldn't There was even, conversation. Just not, didn't not get re- anywhere. Not really, though. Just didn't get anywhere. Like, there was like no. There was there wasn't a lot of contact though. Is what I'm pulling from this. Talks that, on
2: Thursday that they just had broke after 15 minutes. Yeah, That's and they want to say and they want to say that they're going to sit in a room for an entire week with each other to try and come up with a solution. Now look, it all sounds good, right? But after what we've seen and what you just told me, are we really going to see an, a good outcome from this? I feel like either one side is going one side is going to stay strong. I don't know why there's so much turmoil right now. I don't know if it's the players with going against with what happened with the Hall of Fame with what's going on with now steroids not being checked or whatever the case is. There's just a lot of question marks and a lot of questionable decisions being made on the side of the MLB right now that is worrying a lot of fans and, and where, what the direction that they're going to be going in, in
1: the future. Let me ask you this, right? Because this is what the people really want. They want to hear from us what we think they want an installment of hope from one of us on what we think is realistically going to happen or they want something from us along the lines of, this is the truth. This is what we really think is going to happen, and it might get uglier, right? What do you think, Ray, is realistically going to happen? Like, if you had to, you had to draw the scenario right now, and you said, all right, this is what I think is going to happen, not what I hope is going to happen, but I think this is what's going to happen with baseball.
2: Um, What I think is going to happen is I think that the season is, going, is not going to start in time.
1: You don't think it's going to start I, in time? I truly
2: don't believe that. They see if for them to go from a 15 minute talk to sitting down. I don't care if you're sitting down for a month together. If you're in the same room, lock each other in and say, we're not leaving this room until we figure something out and get something signed. I truly believe that one or the other sides, I don't know which one will sit there and say, no, we're not signing that. And then go back. No, we're not signing that. I don't know where the tor- turmoil is coming from. I wish I did. I wish I was in there to be able to just sit there and say, Hey, you both want baseball to come back. You both want a season after we just had with, you know, who would have thought the Atlanta Braves won the world would win the World Series last year? Go out and beat the Dodgers. Go out and and do what they did without their number one guy in Ronald Acuna Jr. And with all these guys stepping up in Austin Riley and, and Ozzy Albie's having a great postseason. Um who's the other one? Adam Duvall having a great postseason. Jock Peterson having like the storylines have been there, right? And now you come to a screeching halt. You give the fans a great year of baseball. And now this. I want the season to start on time. I don't know if it's going to happen, though,
1: in now, my honest opinion. Now, I I love you. I love you. I hope you know that. Yeah. But you just said four names that were more impactful on that Braves team last postseason than Freddie Freeman. Just throwing that out there. I love you. Because I, I already... Because I already said Freddie Freeman earlier, but those guys were all more impactful, including Adam. I wouldn't Duvall. say that. No, the, the, three Adam Duvall. Three was, of those guys were. Uh, yeah, Odds, yeah, but yeah, Freddie. Fre- Fre- Freddie. I mean, you. Could- I love you, but you just proved my point. No, I didn't. I still love you, though. No, I didn't. Continuing, continuing on. Oh my god, what happened to a truce? It was a truce. You no, but was- you just answered my. No, th- you were just no, answering my 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 uh, accusation. Okay. Um, I think. If I, if I, (laughs) I got him. (laughs) You didn't get me. I I got him right in a rabbit hole too. He's stuck. He's stuck. I got him. I'm not (laughs) at all. You just think you did. And I'm just agreeing with you. So if we stop talking about it, (laughs) I think what's going to happen is there's going to be uh, a delay to the season. I do. Um, Because baseball, I would say there's, there wasn't going to be a delay, but I think the fact that this has been a problem now for a while right? Like this wasn't just brought up this off season. This was something that before last season started, they were like, Hey, just fair warning. Things are going to get ugly, uh, next off season. And like, we're just doing this to get through this season, but we're going to get exactly what we want coming next season. So I think there's going to be a delay to the season. Uh, I think we're going to see a shortened season. I don't know how much spring training we're going to see, uh, but that's my that's what I think based off what's going on here. I think neither side's gonna budge until until like higher ups just say come in and it's like yo know, you have to you have to do this. What are you smirking about?
2: I just want to let you know, by the way, don't do it. it. Just want to let you know, Freddie Freeman had the most home runs out of any Braves player this entire postseason. Was second on the team in average. First on the team in on-base percentage. First on the team in slugging percentage. Had the most walks on the team. So if you want to say any of those other guys where Adam Duvall's hit 220 in the postseason. Adam Duvall was
1: icy. Ozzy Albies was killing it. I'm just giving you the and stats. And you know Ozzy Did you watch the games? I know you watched nah, the games. No, I didn't watch any of the games. I know you watched the games.
2: I know you watched them. Ozzie always had, yeah, no, he was a very impactful player. Don't get me wrong. Sure was. He had two RBIs the entire postseason with zero home runs. You're so looking, if you want to say he was a more impactful player than Freddie Freeman, you're looking into by the all stats means too I'll write much. it down.
1: You're looking into the stats too much. Okay. You are. Okay. I, if I could remember correctly, I remember Jock Peterson clutching it up ample times in the playoffs. They
2: all had their moments. It was a team effort. It wasn't just one
1: guy. That was my point. I know. I'm just saying. I don't think I don't think Freddie Freeman should have been on the pedestal that that he was on. I think he's great, but I don't think he's the sole reason that they won that chip. No, I think it was, a, I think it was, it was, a was much. I think it was. I think it was just as much impact from Albies and Peterson and Duvall and Ian Anderson and their pitchers, and really their pitchers. And yeah, you know how you won a, a championship in baseball? It's not one guy. It's a, it's a it's a team effort. You're kidding me? No, that's why that's why Mike Trout hasn't won on the Angels. Hmm, interesting. Well, I think baseball is going to be delayed. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> All right. Cool. I feel some serious tension in here right now, and I, I kind of like— Because it. you said truce, and then you went back on it and f- brought something back up. I was, listen, I was just saying. I was just saying. All right, fair. Okay. <laughs> what is this guy laughing at? I don't know. Should well, we put him on the mic? I don't know. Um, I have no tension. Let's do, let's do this. Here, when we come back, because we got way off break— Uh, In in our last argument, Um, I want to talk college basketball, bracketology. Uh, There's some huge things that happened in college basketball yesterday. I think there's one hundred and forty four team games or there was something a crazy number of basketball uh, games played in college. So let's discuss that uh, and a lot of bracketology as we get ready for March Madness here. Um, and maybe that's what we're leading you into because there's not much baseball to, to be said here. Um, it is any given fun day. It's Joey Haas, Ray Oster out, Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team. It's any given fun day presented by
0: Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. Almost heaven, West Virginia.
1: Blue Ridge Come on, Ray, get in here. Okay. River.
2: I've not watched enough college basketball yeah. give my best, best How about we harmonize? Younger harmonize. Come on,
1: Ray.
0: Like
1: country roads take me home to the place I belong. And that's what it's about right there.
2: Oh, man. You love to hate
1: me, and I hate to love you. My blood is just... (sighs) I feel like I'm going to pass out. Oh, man. What a beautiful thing. Let's talk some bracketology here at 104.5 The Team. (laughs) Welcome back to Any Given Funday. It's Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, and Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team and on the free 104.5 The Team app. And it is nearing closer, my friends, to that beautiful time of year where you turn on the TV on like a Tuesday and it is every channel that you can possibly think of that has ever had a sports game on, it's probably going to have some type of college basketball game on. It's getting to like tournament time. It is the juiciest time of year. I keep forgetting that we're this close to March too. Oh, dude. the Time is just flying. We're so close we can sniff it. Literally. Yeah. It's great. It's good. I'm ready. I'm excited. Yeah, we need to get out of this uh awful like it's just a bad time, especially cuz we know there's no baseball. Like that's I feel like that's yeah, the worst. Yeah, just part. knowing right now that it's not. It's not happening. As of right now, we we don't have anything to. what do you look, to look forward to? to? Yeah. What do you look forward to? You there's look not, for hope? Yeah. Like no, I want to look for actual gameplay. Yeah, I want to for... see And like listen, college baseball's cool. And you all I love watching college baseball. Yeah. And you been getting walked off on against Georgia yesterday was cool. But Tough and cool at the same time. Right, tough, but cool. Um, But it's college basketball season here, and I think the number one thing is that Auburn fell yesterday to Florida. Right? Number two Auburn falls to Florida in Florida, and that was a big shocker for me. And I also don't like your Ohio State Buckeyes, Ray, because they really cost me a parlay yesterday, and that really made me angry. (laughs) Um, I saw that tweet. Yeah. That was that was funny. I was like, "Wow, shocker!" Oh, State letting
2: somebody down again. Yeah, would've, never would've heard thought. of it? Never heard of it, right? Yeah, no. I, the last time that it didn't happen was when they actually won the yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, but that was in football. So,
1: um, so th- this is what I'm seeing, right? As far as like where where everybody's ranking right now. Jeez, um, this is going to be interesting. I think. So Gonzaga is going to be a number 1 seed. I think Auburn's going to be a number 1 seed. I think sneaky Arizona is going to be a number 1 seed. I think Kansas is going to be a number 1 seed. Um I I don't I, I don't want to get too far into bracketology yet, Ray, as I want to get into like, you know, talking about some of the tournaments and some players to to watch down the stretch here at the end of the season and uh talk about you know, just like an overall college basketball conversation, kind of marinate everybody to get ready for, you know, who to look out for when it's tournament time and who to look out for in their in their own conference tournaments and what players are going to make the biggest impact. And you, we don't want you to be surprised when a guy like Jaden Ivey comes out from Purdue as a number two seed in the tournament and he starts turning heads. Or, you know, guys from Duke like Wendell Moore. You know, just just guys like that, right? Where, you know, I want, I want to... Show that that there's there's players out there that are gonna go out there and perform, and I wanna I wanna be that guy that tells you beforehand and be like, hey, yo, watch out for this guy, and then he's gonna go out and do what we expect him to do, right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, there's all kinds of great great guys across college basketball right now. Um, I'm I'm just it, it is it's getting to be that time. They have the unofficial top 16 seeds. Uh, Texas Tech could probably be a number three seed. Illinois could make some noise again. Oh, my God. They are they are still really good. I get they lost the uh, to Chicago. They still got Kofi Cockburn. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Coburn. Oh, is that what it's pronounced? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got me on that one. <laughs> yeah, Kofi. Yeah. I just
2: read it how it is. You know what I mean? Of course. Um <laughs> Uh, but Why is it spelled like that then?
1: <laughs> this is BS Here's some guys to, to to pay attention to Come tournament time That I think are going to make a real big impact uh, This tournament uh, I think you're going to see Kofi Coburn I think he's going to be one guy to pay attention to uh, For Illinois uh, I think like I said before Jaden Ivey for the Purdue uh, Boilermakers Still an interesting name Um, don't sleep on my guy, Johnny Juzang. Again, Johnny Juzang's really good. Um, Chet Holmgren, Gonzaga player, Drew Timmy, Drew Timmy. I'm sure he'll still do something. Uh, I haven't heard as much about him this year. Uh, there is Jabari Smith. Uh, he's a great player. I think he played Kobe. He plays for Duke Auburn. Auburn? Why am I thinking Duke? I'm thinking Wendell Moore. Um, But, dude, there's going to be – this this is going to be interesting this year. Um, There's – of course, there's Banchero from Duke. He's great. There is –
2: what are some other good ones? Uh, Benedict Matherin from from Arizona.
1: Is that really his name? (laughs) Yeah. Benedict. (laughs) What a name. E.J. a an Ohio State player. I feel like – yeah, E.J. Liddell. And he's still there. Yeah.
2: Um. I feel like this year, though, when you look at it, like, dude, Providence is number eight. Buddy Beheim. Providence is number eight. Joe Girard. Buddy Beheim. Are they even gonna make? They'll probably find a way to make it. I haven't really kept up with them this year, like I said, but um, they'll probably make a run in the ACC tournament, get picked as like a nine or ten seed, and find their way into the tournament like they usually do.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um. There's just so many things that it's hard to just sit here and
2: try and like have there's so w- many teams. I mean, there's 64 teams in the tournament. There's going to be a lot of guys that you're going to kind of sit there and be like, if you haven't been watching college basketball season, you'd be like, oh, where, where have these kids been? Or why haven't I seen these guys? But like I said, this has been an unusual year. You don't usually see Auburn um, at the top. You don't usually see Arizona um, at the top. The top uh, top. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, top 10, top 15, Purdue, Providence. Um,
1: oh, the kid from Kentucky. Uh, Oscar, um, he's really good. The too. Grouch, yeah. I can't. Don't ask me to pronounce that last jo- name. Johnny Davis, Tisha,
2: Tisha, Tisha, Bay.
1: Johnny Davis and and uh, the guy from Kansas too, uh, Agbaji. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen Jr. Does anyone have any easy names to read? <laughs> Ochai Agbaji. Hey, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Keegan Murray. As long as Jabari you put a, Smith, Drew as long, Timmy. As long as you put an accent to it, it sounds good. Benedict Mathurin. Yeah. Wow, man. There's some good names coming in the NBA. <laughs> we need that, though. We do need that. We've, we've kind of lost track. That one on the back of a jersey. Toshibui. Yeah? Add to the old... That's yes, as good as my brother. Ag- Agbaji. I'm here for it. Um, I think regardless, though, you know... I I wanted to at least just lay the uh, soil, right, for college basketball. Uh, and and that's a lot, I think, of what we're going to be discussing, I think, in, in the coming weeks as, as the brackets start to come out and we can give you guys, uh, you know, some insight on uh, – as we start to, you know, fill out our brackets and stuff like that. And I think that'll be fun to – you know, just have that interaction and, and start to hopefully you know build a good bracket here, and, and you can roll with some of our picks, and you know all that good stuff. So I guess that's where I want to go. College basketball. Um, we're what? Let me see here.
2: One. We're we're only two weeks away from yeah, it's um, so from
1: tournaments. Fast. It's so fast. From championship, like, championship I'm or, so uh, conference ready. tournament starting I'm up. So ready. Uh, I'm ready for it. That's I'm one. Of the, and I think that's one of the best weeks too to get all your information. Yeah, um, well, that's where you just start to learn about teams, and they start to have like the Jay Williams and like you know guys along. Is it Jay Williams? Is that who it is? Like the the whole we'll see. uh, What Clark Kellogg? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's all. It,
2: it, oh, you're saying Jay Williams from like
1: ESPN? Yeah, like they're all gonna start. They're all gonna <laughs> like, start coming out and uh you know letting us know who to watch, who
2: to who to pick up on. Um Jay Billis, yeah, those guys are Jay Billis, really knowledgeable. Yeah, I think that. Like I said, though, just being able to watch those mid-major teams come out and see what they're about, I think it's a good indication of, you know, being able to watch those guys, see what kind of studs they have on their team and what teams are the most poised to probably, you know, break
1: your bracket or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and hopefully we can be the predictor of at least one of them, right? Something like that? I think we'll we'll hit at least one. I mean... Maybe. If we just do all of them, we hit one, right? Right, exactly. and, we're, and we're good analysts. Yeah. Dude, you... <laughs> This guy gets it. This guy just gets it. Um, Let's go to break. And let's do Kobe. Kobe, are you okay? Should you be here? I don't know. He said that's promising. Uh, Let's go to break. When we come back, let's discuss a new coach uh, in the NFL, uh, a new assistant coach in the NFL uh, for a certain team by the name of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is any given fun day. It is Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, and Kobe Breckner here with you on 104.5 The Team. It's Any
0: Given Fun Day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team.
2: Guess what? Guess what? My dad just sent me after listening to college basketball talk, and I said, thinking about going to AC, and you said you were in what an Airbnb on the uh, basically on the ocean in AC. He already booked it, one seventy a night. So if we all want to go, we got an open invite. Wow. I mean, obviously, we'll have to uh, you know chip
1: in. Oh, I was hoping he was just going to pay for the whole thing. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) I wouldn't even make him do that. I know. I'm just kidding. I know. Um, Welcome back to any given fun day. Here with Joey Haas and Ray Osterhout and Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team and on the free 104.5 The Team app. And <clears throat> there was a uh, there was an interesting hire yesterday uh, in the NFL uh, regarding a former head coach that now finds himself as a overqualified assistant on a defensive football team in the Pittsburgh Steelers. That coach is Brian Flores, former Miami Dolphin head coach, Now going into a role of, uh, a mixed role, the head defensive assistant um, and linebackers coach uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Joining a staff, uh, Mike Tomlin's staff over there uh, in Pittsburgh, a dominating defense already. And, of course, adding a a, a great mind and a great coach uh, in general uh, to that staff is only going to help you. Uh, Ray, what do you think of the hire? I really like the hire for the Steelers. I think it's going to help them out and I also
2: think um when you look at Brian Flores and you think about, you know, just his past with Miami and how successful he was with the Patriots. You look at Miami and you think, all right, well, a lot of a lot of teams in this league want you to sit there and support your QB no matter what, stay behind them, give them that extra credit. And Brian Flores obviously came out last year kind of down to us saying we need somebody else. We're going to we are going to go get somebody else. And before they could even get to it, The Dolphins let him go. So maybe in general, this is where uh, Brian Flores needs to be because he's on the defensive side of the football again, right? He can go out and be as much of a hard butt as he wants. I don't know if I can say that on the air or not, but I'll just do that as, you know, consideration. Yeah. But he can be that guy that he needs to be and wants to be on the football field, on and off the field, and be a realist and be like, hey, this guy's not getting it done at this position. And the media is not going to sit there and cry over what he's doing on the defensive side of the football, because at the end of the day, you need to put your best defense on the field for this team. And this offense is already, you know, I would say 85% there. You're just really missing a quarterback to fit into this role. And now you have a guy coming in on your defensive side of the football that should bring you more than just an eight and eight season, depending on what quarterback you get. But I think Mike Tomlin, the offensive coordinator should be able to handle that. We hope, because if you did, then this might have just been a wasteful hire and i think that this could have been you know he could have been used in a lot more power position as a head coach somewhere else i just don't think that the league wants to really see him in in a head coaching role because he's not the ideal candidate for you know what what they want and how real he is with everyone that he sees and what and what their potential is going forward
1: yeah you know and and i think it's it's a fair thing you know it's not like this is just how it is, man, right? This is just how this this situation is. Is you know, if you're Brian Flores and you go out and you do and, and you want to make a statement, it, it I'm not saying it's politically correct or wrong, but that's just that that's the outcome you're gonna get. Yeah. Right. And that's unfortunate. And I do think that he was qualified and I think he'll get another head coaching opportunity. I don't think you know, this everything takes time, right, right? Like everything takes time to mold over and, and mend and and, you know, forgive and, and things like that. And I think it's the same thing, right? It just takes a little time.
2: He's not a guy that's going to play by the system. No. And I think that that is a good reason why he, you know, or a reason why he went and took probably, you know, the first offer that he's received. Well, because that, he's, he's, that. Talked, he's been talked about for other head coaching jobs, but he hasn't gotten the call for it. Right. So now I think it's just more of the lines of, okay, you go play for a guy in Mike Tomlin who has a defensive mindset of ground and pound. You have a guy in Najee Harris. He's a really good running back. He's going to be a star in this league in the future if he already isn't now. You have an amazing receiving core, one of the best in the league, in my opinion. Now all we need is a quarterback. And I and Brian Flores said to Mike Tomlin, "You get them going. You make sure that our offense is good this year. I'll I'll make sure our defense is top five. No questions asked."
1: Well, you know, and and to add on to that too uh, is and, and you know I think this I I think there's a little bit of irony to this, but I also think that. Flores was making a statement um, in joining a team that has a black head coach. 100%. A black defensive coordinator, right? and Showing unity. Right, absolutely. And, yeah. and and I think he you know, I, I think after everything that's went on, I think he that's that's something that he wanted he, he as wanted well. a
2: guy, he wants a guy that's gonna be in his corner and no doubt absolutely. Mike Tomlin is a guy Mike Tomlin that is, is the man is, is the perfect is the guy man. for the job.
1: He's the man. Yeah. And I think he joined the right system and I think he'll flourish. I, I, you know, I do think that if they had a better quarterback that they'd be in a really good position to make a good run. There's especially still, a with that guys, defense.
2: still a couple guys Still a couple guys that can go out in the, this offseason and yeah, we'll see like what Carson happens.
1: But, yeah. That was one that I saw this morning that that made me giggle a little bit, um, but you know, overall, I, I I like the hire. I think it's a, you know, Flores. Regardless of what people think of him, he deserves to have a spot here in, in the NFL. And uh, you know, everybody, including ourselves, ev- everybody in this world has the right to their opinion and how they feel. And you know, if you're if you're strong enough to go out there and, and voice that opinion, more power to you. You know, I'm not. I would never. I'm the same way, right? I have a strong opinion and I'm I'm going to stand by that. So, you know, nothing wrong with anything here. I think it's a very good hire. I think he deserves like I said, deserves a spot in the NFL and rightfully so he gets his spot and hopefully he'll he'll climb his way back up the ladder and eventually get that that uh, another, you know, uh offer as a head coach, you know, down the road.
2: Yeah, there was a couple questionable hires this off season, but this to me is definitely not one of them. I think a lot of teams did get it right, though, with the direction that they want to go and and where they're going in the future. Um, this is definitely one of them. I'm excited to see what the Steelers do, because if they kind of bring in this guy, they bring a guy who's a defensive specialist in, right, as a team, you know, from the Steel City. They want to bring the terrible towels back and make it rocking in that place. They want to bring fans back in the stadium and be excited to go to Steelers games. And obviously, with Ben Roethlisberger being, you know, unhealthy going towards the back half of his career, it's been a little bit since that's been a thing in Pittsburgh. They've been they expect an eight eight, eight and eight season to maybe make the playoffs at the end of the season to come down to the final game and see what happens. They want a team again that's going to be dominant for years to come. This is a start in the right direction. Now you go out and get a quarterback, and um, I think this, the Pittsburgh Steelers can be serious threats next year. Um, down one hundred
1: percent. I do think they're going to get they're going to get better. And that defense, uh, obviously, he's when, already got the model mate. Right when you have Watt, you know you're good. <laughs> at the, I, yeah, at the forefront of it. Right, you have Watt, and I think that's really all you need to <laughs> to have a good defense at this point. Um, one thing I, that I, I wanted to touch on, I guess we'll I'll do this. Uh, we'll, we'll do this when we come back. We'll, we're pushing a break here, um, but when we come back, there was just. I, I want everybody to look this up with me. I, it, it's it's very interesting that this is happening right now. Um, but there's a team from around here that is making, I I guess, putting themselves on the map as far as rankings go and things like that. Uh, so we'll discuss that and we'll kind of we'll go a little bit backwards in the show. Uh, for a second, and then we'll close it out. Final remarks, maybe talk a little bit about tonight's uh, All-Star game and close out this show. Um, So let's do that. When we come back, a little bit of everything to close out the show. It's Any Given Fun Day. It's Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, and Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team.
0: It's Any Given Fun Day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. Go, 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 go.
1: It's silver, we going party like it's silver. We gonna sit like, like it, like yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All uh-huh. right. Yeah. Uh huh. Ray. I should be In hanging upside down uh-huh. from the ceiling right now. Sure, you should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Joy, right. I just
2: realized. You feeling all right today, man?
1: Yeah, why, What's up?
2: You've been sitting down all day. Like the whole time, till just now. What? I feel like I, I, I'm usually the you know, strapped one, man. Just drained. I Seriously, you, I am.
1: Just drained. No, I
2: know. Really tired. Um, just unusual seeing, you know, looking you eye to eye. Yeah. Well,
1: I'll, I'll come back down <laughs> to your level. Here. <laughs> Make me feel good, you know? Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Welcome no, back. doesn't yeah. feel like you're talking
1: down to me. Yeah, I'm here. Welcome back to Any Given Fun Day on 104.5 The Team and on the free 104.5 The Team app. Um, so here, here's one that you already just posted on their social media. and I, I, Everybody who's listening to this show right now... It, If you're not driving, right, and you have access to the internet, I just want you to go on Google uh, and type in ESPN College Basketball BPI Rankings. Just like that. And then ESPN.com will be the first thing that comes up on your Google search. Right? And I just it'll say College Basketball Power Index and just click on it. Oh, where'd it go? It was just there. I got it. And... I don't know if it, if it just, and maybe it was a glitch in the system. Maybe there's a, a trip in the matrix.
2: Why? Wow, what happened? You,
1: you Albany was just there at number one. Yeah. No, it was a glitch. No, dude. Look at, I, I can show you it. It's, it's some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen
2: because no, I just yeah. got a
1: bunch of texts and it was like, Hey, look at like you Albany's in the, it would, what? Like what? What are they doing there? BPI. Hang on. Nope. Where'd they go? See, now, look at now I lose my credibility because ESPN fixed their mistake.
2: <laughs> Come on, guys. We are on
1: ESPN Radio,
2: so I'm, sh- I'm assuming they're probably listening to us somewhere.
1: Yeah, probably. Hey, guys, how are you? Uh, um, but I, I just, I saw that, and I was like, hang on, what? what, What's going on here? I think there's a glitch in the matrix.
2: It must have been something where you just clicked
1: on it. And- well, look it, here. Here, I'll show you. Do you, you have, it. like, a f- screenshot of it at least? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then you have it. credibility. Look it. There it is. Twelve and fifteen. Twelve and fifteen. <laughs> and like listen, love you, Albany. Good win yesterday, guys, but I don't know if you're number one in the BPI rankings. <laughs> you're ahead of Gonzaga. That's pretty impressive. Did they just completely remove Gonzaga or did they put him down to number two? They put Gonzaga at number two, but they just removed you, Albany. Gone. That's funny. Just gone. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, so that was my, my one thing that I was that was pretty cool, but now it's now it's just gone. So that's cool. Um, what else I wanted to talk about was, I guess, the All Star game tonight, right? Like, that's a big thing. I think that's kind of, that's the big thing that we're looking forward to on a Sunday here. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, team LeBron, Team Durant, and I believe Team LeBron is a five and a half point favorite. Uh, their team is, I think, significantly better. Significantly, Team Team LeBron says, yeah, yeah, way better. Um, but that, but then, then again, the all-star game is very interesting here. I'll read, I'll read you the roster, right. LeBron starters, and then we can go to team Durant. I'm going to pull it up too. So we got for team LeBron, their starters, Giannis, Curry, DeRozan, LeBron, and Jokic.
2: <laughs> that Versus happen?
1: team Durant, who is KD, who's not playing. <laughs> So their starting five really is Embiid, Ja, Tatum, Wiggins, and Trey Young. Now I'm no scientist, right? Wait, did you just say Jason Tatum? Yeah. He oh he got the he got the, he got the nod in yeah. and, and,
2: and place of Durant.
1: Yep. Got it. And then the reserves for Team LeBron are are pretty good too. Uh Jared Allen, right? Who is a, a Cleveland Cavalier. Jimmy Butler, Luca, <laughs> Darius Garland, oh my. Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Versus Devin Booker, who is just absolutely disgusting. Okay. Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine, LaMelo Ball, Chris Middleton, DeJounte Murray, Carl Anthony Towns, and then Draymond Green, who's not playing. But... You know, I think if you had to pick a team, I'd probably pick team LeBron when it comes to the fourth quarter. You know what the funny thing is though, I think I would on
2: like who's going to do more crazy stuff, I think it's going to be team Durant. Yeah, I, I mean, think I think that LeBron is like just went all straight skill, no funny business. I feel like Durant kind of just went for the guys who are going to, you know, show out. Have they have a little ja, bit of extra juice. Ja, ja, Trey, you know and B will talk. You know, like, Lamella's the young—like, we've seen I what think, he's been able to do this year. Yeah, uh, DeWante Murray is—don't get me wrong, he's a un, very underrated player. I'm excited to see what he does in the All-Star game. I think this is a time where he can make a name for himself, and, you know, obviously, there's he not much defense. But yeah, he deserves a spot. Yeah, he de- des- definitely deserves to be there. I mean, and then you think about it, and how underappreciated, you know, DeMar is this year. Oh, so what Jokic is What Jokic is doing in Denver without
1: uh, Jamal Murray— um, and and uh, MPJ, and, yeah, Porter and Michael Jr. Porter Jr. Yep, really their whole team.
2: Yeah, and then how about you know Jimmy Butler not even getting a starting nod? Nah, Jimmy. I know. He, I, I know Jimmy. he doesn't have the great stats, but yeah. just what he's done for the Heat this year. Yeah, very. And obviously player. they're they're more of a team aspect than Jimmy Butler being a stud, but um, definitely the leader of the studs or the leader of the the team. Yeah, I would say when you look at a guy like him, you look at a guy. Obviously, there's a lot of these guys you could argue. Would be starters, you look at a guy in Devin Booker.
1: Yeah. I'll say this one more time. Just uh, just because it needs to be said, and then I will lay it to rest, and I'll bury it six feet under. What is Andrew Wiggins doing starting in the All-Star game? <laughs> How dare you put Devin Booker off the bench? How dare you? Yeah. Luka. Luka and, and Devin Booker I off the Luca bench. I know Luka hasn't played, like, no, every that's game. A, but... Devin Booker and Luka should be starting. There needs to be I could probably argue Donovan Mitchell too. Uh, I mean, Donovan Mitchell's borderline, but I think Devin Booker that, oh, is, is the is the best player on a team that was in the finals last year. And You're telling me that he he is like yeah he is great. No, he's on he's, he's greatness and for 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 them to to do that, like I think Devin Booker should be over Luca. Uh, you know, just oh for this year, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, come on, man, I agree. That is crazy. I was just saying, and Luke is Luke is amazing. I was just saying over Wiggins. I wasn't
2: saying Luca over Booker. Right. Yeah. I was saying
1: guys that could. I think like, that Ray, would have. I think spot. Kobe Brickner over over, uh, freaking Wiggins. Wiggins, yeah. <laughs> Kobe over Wiggins. I'm hearing some good talk about him on the Monday and Wednesday nights over at Leichman. Yeah, he's so. probably hooping up. Yeah, he's feeling good. <laughs> Look at now he's blushing. Um, Trey Young, come on, like Luca over Trey Young. I think Trey might be better than like, might be having a better year than Steph. Like, arguably. I know. But I feel like it's it's I I, I would I would have found so, a way.
2: Well, that that was my point. Is he's arguably having a better year than Stephanie's, not even a starter.
1: Who? Trey, trade starter. Oh, he is for KD. Yeah, for KD's team. Oh, I thought you said he wasn't. No, Devin Booker and, and Luca aren't. Oh, okay. and I think I think Lucas like, should be a starter over Wiggins. At least I mean I yeah. get the the guard thing, so I get or whatever
2: Booker over I, Booker I was, over Wiggins or Tatum,
1: and then Luca over Tatum. Like I feel like everybody else deserve everybody on LeBron's team deserves a starting role, I think. Steph Curry's yeah. going to get a, get the start. Yeah. DeMar's going to get the start. DeMar's having a LeBron. De- DeMar might be an MVP. MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Jokic the start. Atene Kumpo, the start. But then you look at team Durant and you're telling me that Andrew Wiggins, Jason Tatum and Trey Young over Devin Booker and Luka Doncic? I think I would have swapped out Trey and, and Wiggins for Luca and Booker, I would have done Wiggins and Tatum. Yeah, what you just said. Yeah, I keep Trey. I Trey's think having, t- a, Trey's I think having Tatum, a really good season. I think Tatum's really good. I, I don't. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it, I, I
2: think Tatum's good. I think it's just we expected so much out of the Celtics. Yeah, with this duo, and
1: they haven't really. But now they're getting. Now they're getting good. So we should shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Because before we know it, it'll be a hot take, and they'll be on a 15 game win streak when we're back here next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Jason Tan will be getting receiving. Yeah, Jason Tan will be receiving MVP MVP votes. Yeah, of course, of course, and that's and that's how it usually goes here. Because even when we think we're right, we're wrong. Um, but <laughs> that's what sports talk is about, Joey? That's sure is. Um, but I mean, that's the highlight of our Sunday, right? We're an inch closer to spring. We're watching the NBA All Star Game. We're at the halfway point of the season. James Harden's gonna be back for the 76ers. First game back uh from the from the All Star break. That ought to be fun. So there's a lot of good things coming up here. Um but other than that, any closing remarks from me, Ray? Uh no,
2: I hope everyone has a great Sunday. Hope everyone enjoys their day and uh enjoys the All Star game. And hopefully we'll by next week we'll be able to talk about uh and Baseball, we'll be in a good light. back
1: yeah, yeah, hopefully. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. But I doubt it.
2: They bicker. Get excited like, for
1: March Madness. Yeah, and
2: yeah. if you haven't yet, go out and support the Firewalls. Go out and support Sienna. Go out and support you all I and mean, all the local teams, even Union, RPI, all those guys. Get out as much as you can and um, and show some love because we actually have some good uh, we have some good talent this year in the Capital Region. Faux show.
1: Sure. Um, other than that, everybody enjoy your week. We'll see you on the podcast on Thursdays, aka Fridays. Uh, so check that out wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, anywhere, right? Just type in any given fun day podcast and it'll come up. I promise you that. Uh, other than that, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy everything that comes, uh, with the weekend. And, uh, we will talk to you in a few days. Uh, as always Raymond, make sure you don't forget. So let the fun days roll.